Well, this is Luca Mino. We're back um, on Luca's World. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we have technical difficulties this morning, but uh, we seem to be okay. And uh, I'm coming to you from the iPhone today. Should be interesting. Um, we have a lot to go through, and I'm glad I could I could hook up because you know how it, how it happens. This is it's a spiritual war, people. Uh, when something happens. You know, when you have good things going on, the bad wants to come in and the bad wants to screw things up all the time. So this is another example of it because the show is ready. It's a good show. It's a powerful one. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, something happens. There's a glitch in your computer. Oh, okay. You know, it's always the same thing. Uh, on the show today, I wanted to talk about the acorn metaphor. 
um, why is everything being hidden from us? Uh, I want to unlearn the lies of what's going on. And uh, we're going to go to different levels. And uh, we're going to document Israel as well with a, a, a good friend, John Daisley, who's going to join me at the bottom of the hour. So uh, there won't be any calls uh, today because of, of the nature of the show and what I have to, to deliver. But um, my special guest is joining me at the bottom of the hour. And thank you to, to uh, producer Sam for, for being so patient with everything. Um, the first thing we want to do is blame the other person or blame everything else on everybody else. And it's, it's not the case. Um, so chances are the problems are always somewhere in the middle. And, you know, this is how we find out when, when we're working with good people, everything gets squared away. Um, where do you want to start, Luca? Well, where do I want to start? Let's see. Uh, on the last show that we were just listening to, Paul Edward Stevenson was talking about yeah, like he was the last man standing. He was talking about immigration, eugenics, corruption. I'll throw in Satanism in there and uh, Freemasonry and uh, the sexualization of our children. Oh, oh, that's being announced, too, as well. Okay, so why don't we start there? Why don't we start with that picture of the White House? The what? Well, uh, it's one thing, um, you know, to see the barricade in front of the White House, see the six-foot wall going up in front of the White House, see the barbed wire, you know, the, the White House has to protect itself. Oh, okay. That's one thing, you know. But when you literally see the pedophile flag hanging on the front of the White House, um, oh, they don't know what the colors are. Oh, right. Okay. Well, you know, you, would you like a copy of the Protocols of Zion? Because I have it with me. I almost know it by heart looking at it all the time. I want to go through that first because, uh, you know, of course, since the computer uh, sl uh, slowed me down and screwed me up, I don't have my notes with me, but that's okay because I'm going to go get my notes as we speak. Um, this is what, what's going on. Okay, so the White House has or had uh, this pride flag, as we know, right? Okay, and... You know, the colors are fine. You know, the colors of the rainbow. Yeah, okay, we're all God's children of every color. You know, that's fine. But then you look at the top part, there's a triangle part with different colors. And I saw this flying around with the Million March for Children, and I said to myself, you know, why don't you tell them? If they knew what that flag represents, maybe they wouldn't want to use it very much. Uh, and I, I want to go through it, too. This is the flag that was on the White House. Uh, with, with one American flag to the left and one American flag to the right, okay? I don't know how long it stayed there. I'd like to think a month, you know? But this is what they do. Th these are satanic rituals. This is like in your face. This is who we are. This is what we do. And they're laughing at us because the rest is on us. All they have to do is tell us what their, um, what, what their you know, what their, what's the word, what their... Um, purpose is or what they're doing to, with us they all they have to do is tell us and then everything you know it's on it's on us that's how it works with them so this is another example to me it's not pedophile anymore it's called minor attracted persons youth attracted persons okay so uh, i'm going to go through the colors like blue and light blue means attraction to infant boys the pink 
is attraction to minor girls. The white is attraction to virgin children, those who haven't had any type of sex. Uh, so you have to ask yourself, like, like I was just saying, the rainbow is fine, but you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, virgins, little girls, little boys, and brown and black people have to succumb to this overall flag, and now it's become so international. You see a picture of the roadway in Iceland going to a church, and there's the pride flag with the same colors. Somebody has to tell me what that purple cir circular thing is. I don't understand that. There's a purple circle right on the top of the flag, on, on top of that uh, triangle that I just talked about. So th these are the colors that we're talking about, okay? This, if you look at the protocols of Zion very quickly, you can see what they're up to. You can see what they're doing. You can see what they have planned. Uh, confuse education with uh, sex, or replace education with filth and perversion. Confuse the sexes, uh, you know, have the schools all of a sudden be more powerful than the parents at home. You know, you instill problems and arguments at home. Uh, you know, you empower the teachers to do this and that and give you all this kind of information on, on sex changes. And there's Biden saying he's going to pay for it. Right. Meanwhile, they want to end the family unit. Oh, because the children are going to become property of the state. Okay. See? So everything starts to make sense when you go down these rabbit holes. And I'm like, Wow. How come all this stuff is hidden from us? How come we don't know any of this? It's all hidden. And then you find out where we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to live. Okay? And having started with that, you know, that's... <laughs> you, you want to hear the polar opposite? Uh, what, what's, what's love? Okay, souls that are anchored in truth are, and, and are here to lead others to their spiritual ways, they refuse to give up their truths, no matter the degree of physical or mental persecution, of dishonor, or false accusations. They follow what they know to be right in spite of the criticism, and just as steadfastly they refuse to hate their persecutors. Uh, you know, or to use the expediency of revenge to quell their enemies. No, it's not about that. They defend, they, they restrain themselves. It's about restraint. It's about, you know, respecting other people, God's all-forgiving love, whatever you want to call it, and infinite grace. That's what the polar opposite is. So there's a big gap between the two of them, isn't there? You know? Uh, and Israel ceases Gaza. Okay. And then you find out that we're, you know, the guy says we're dealing with, with animals and we have to treat them as such. Okay. Then we're going to talk a little bit about Hamas uh, when our uh, special friend come, comes on at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but first, I, I have to go, go through some of these things. Like, why is everything hidden? And that's my main thing. Like, I'm sitting here, I want to challenge everybody's intellect because I think this whole thing, like, it's not, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, COVID. It was an IQ test. It's what it was. You know, where are we? How are we thinking? Uh, where's your water? You know, this is what the Hopi are saying. You know, why don't we challenge our intellect? Why don't we stop, uh, how do they say that? Uh, obeying and, oh, monsters do exist. 
Primo Levi says, uh, but they're just they're too few in number to be truly dangerous. The more dangerous are the common people, the functionaries ready to believe and to act without asking questions. Right? So everybody's just, you know, on orders, like, you know, uh, and, and just following the, the, uh, the status quo without even thinking any differently. And this is what's so dangerous. So I'm like, well, you know, for the last 30 years, what I've always dreamt of being is a, a bridge between people who know absolutely nothing and people who really want to know what's going on. Um, and if you look at everything like that with an open mind, you can see what they're not telling us and what they're telling us to be and how they're treating us. You notice the, the male is disappearing. The female is becoming the male. The male is becoming the, the female. It's confused the sexes. That's what the Protocols of Zion were all about. How to start a war and how to destroy a country without firing a shot. Very easily. Go after the children. This is what we're seeing because... You know, there's that little girl going, Mom, you're telling me I can, I, I, I'm okay with, with deciding my gender, but I can't decide what time I want to go to bed? Right? It doesn't make sense. Things don't make sense. So, I wanted to start with the acorn metaphor. You know why? Because um, I'm, I'm a cinematographer, so I'd, I'd love to start with the ground view of a huge oak tree and you see all the acorns that are half crushed in, in, in the ground and, and, and then the camera goes up and you see everybody sitting in the classroom listening to the teacher doing math or doing geography or whatever and I said to myself after the walk that I took and I saw those acorns on the ground it's like how come, how come they're not telling us about acorns about the mighty oak I bet you nobody knew right on here right now that that was a natural air conditioner. Under the oak tree, it's at least 5 to 10 degrees cooler than it is anywhere else. It's a natural air conditioner. It's The acorns are protein. You can make flour from them. You can tan different, different types of tanning qualities, tannic acid. It's a, thicker, a, a thickener in, in cooking. How come we don't know this stuff? Meanwhile, everybody's in school. They're back towards the window, right? Listening to the teacher, repeating after her, and there are the acorns rotting on the ground. Millions of acorns, or hundreds, okay? Hundreds of acorns lying on the ground, half sunk in because everybody walks on them. And there's, you know, the squirrel who knows more than all of us combined, grabbing them, you know, putting them away for later, you know. This is what they have hidden from us. This is the type of thing I'm talking about. And meanwhile, you know, in the 1700s, same thing. The fields lay fallow. The fields were rotting because the conquering army had the, uh, you know, the Indian killing all the animals for fur and for trade and for, you know, this and that with the Europeans. Then you can waste your animals when you never did that to begin with, right? Same thing today. You ever seen a kid try, try to take an iPhone away from them? Or try to put a, a little basket by, by the door and say, okay, when you come in, put the iPhone there and leave it there. See how much trouble you get into. Um, the iPhone is convenient and it's easy. And that's why it's dangerous. 
See, nobody thinks about that. How come the kid today, a nine-year-old or 10-year-old, can name a thousand logos that he knows of corporations, right? But he doesn't know 10 plants outside of his door. They, they're making us dependent on the system, and then they can shut the system off whenever they want. And then what? Oh, no more iPhone. What do you think the new generation is going to do? No more iPhone. No more what? It's their life. It's their life blood. Think about it. We'll be right back. This is Lucas World. Don't go away. so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
back on Luca's World. I hope everybody's doing good. Let me take a sip of water here. So what don't we know? What are the things we don't know? You'd find it, uh, you'd find it amazing. If I told you right now what Friday the 7th, Friday the 17th, what Friday the 13th really is. Want to hear this? You know, and uh, like I lived most of my life without knowing this, right? Friday the 13th is actually good luck as it is, it is associated with the 13 cycles of the moon in a uh, lunar calendar. Okay, that, that, this is why the woman has 13 cycles a year and ovulates on the 13th day in 19, I'm going to say it again, in 1487, free thinking and divine female energy was suppressed and labeled witchcraft by Heinrich Kramer. Does that sound familiar? Demonizing the woman? Ah, and he went forth to burn as many healers on the stake as he could uh, due to forced ignorance and a hatred for the powerful female leaders. This is why Friday the 13th is actually a spiritual day of enlightenment, divine feminine energy, and healing that should be sacred instead of being hated. Okay? Everything is on its head. You ever seen the picture of the guy before he goes to war? And then the same picture of him four, day, four years after the war when he comes back, what he looks like? Have you ever A-B'd the two pictures together? That's because we're not supposed to be doing that. That's because we're not supposed to be warring on each other. Um, a quick look at the Statue of Liberty. Wow. Uh, the foot is chained to the base. Oh, oh okay. Well, that, that was because of, you know, re freeing people from slavery, etc. I'm like, okay. Uh, it looks a lot like the statue of, like, Lucifer. I mean, you know, one, one arm up and one hand down. Uh, so, so above, so below. What, you know, I start thinking these things, it doesn't look welcoming to me. It looks powerful. It looks like it's, it's sitting there, you know, like, and, and come to find out, the real story was that it was commissioned to go somewhere in the British Isles. And it goes to the British Isles, and they're, they're like, no, we don't want this monstrosity here. We don't want this thing over here. No. I'm sure the United States would like it, though. You know, that's how come it got over here. Right? Oh, fast forward to the Hoover Dam. Okay, the what? The Hoover Dam? These angelic statues? Angelic statues, yeah. More like men with huge biceps, you know, sticking their arms straight up in the air. The 30-foot uh, wingspan goes straight up. Feet are pointed down. Uh, nothing angelic looking about that to me. You know, Google it. Angelic structures at the Hoover Dam. I'm like, what is this? Oh, well, that was in the time of innovation and when they were figuring all kinds of things out and mathematically this and that. And it's pathetic. It's one thing after the other. Same thing as, as Mount Rushmore. And I've talked about that before for the Native American souls that listen on here or the Native American, uh, the people that believe in the Native American spirit, because that's where we're going and that's what we're going to need to survive. Um, and I hope I'm touching a lot of them today because uh, Mount Rushmore was basically what, what Netanyahu's doing to Palestine right now, basically the same thing. Or... Uh, you know, apartheid in, in South Africa or, you know, any of those. Um, to put it 
bluntly, every single face on that mountain has something to do with the removal, the destruction, the extinction, the genocide of the people here. And when we're looking at what's going on on a global perspective now, they want to get rid of the indigenous. Uh, my 80-year-old plus friend of mine who's, who's a spiritual leader as well, she, she's saying the same thing. They want to destroy. It's a satanic cult who wants to destroy everything good, everything love, everything sacred. And they're doing a really, really good job of it. They're eliminating all of the good leaders, one after the other, that the people loved. And I'm sitting here watching this go down. It's like history is inverted. It literally is. And um, as a little wink, wink, uh, I'd like to, uh, in, in this short segment, I'd like to play the, the first clip that I have. It's uh, a Klaus Schwab wink, wink to all of us. Um, it's not very long, but it's pretty alarming. Let's have a listen. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to hear it in your pod. You know nothing. And be happy. Ain't got no cash, ain't got no car, but 24 booster shots in your arm, oh nothing, be happy, you can't even buy shit in the store, because of your low social credit score, oh nothing, be happy. nothing and be happy be happy and eat the bugs oh be happy and eat the bugs i'm hearing the music we'll be right back this is lucas world don't go away are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say. Several years ago, I was developing a very uh, severe situation. I called it my flippy heart. It was just was doing not good things. And I did not want to go to a medical doctor because uh, I just knew they would give me a cover-up pill. I didn't want to get onto that sort of thing at all. When I learned it was garlic and cayenne, and cayenne is a healer. It is a wonderful herb. I said, I think I'm on to something here. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be without it. It did wonderful things for me. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? 
Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. That's exactly what we are doing. That is exactly what we are doing with the help of Sam, our producer, and uh, a good friend who's waiting in the wings uh, to be on the show. And this is how we're going to introduce him. Um, hate has caused a lot of problems in this world, but it ain't solved one yet. That's what Maya Angelou says. Uh, I have no room for hate either uh, i either love you i wish you well or i hope that you heal okay but what we're going to talk about in this le- next half hour uh is nothing but the the bad the evil the hate and the corruption the bad guys okay and uh i have to talk about that little girl that i have i'm looking at right now she can't be more than 10 or 11 throwing a rock at um, an Israeli sniper and he's got his his uh, his gun uh, you know aimed at her um, and my special guest joining me is John Daisley good morning John how are you doing morning Luca I'm not too bad all things considered mate well uh, it, it's good to have you with us and I saved the clip of uh, Netanyahu uh, for for us, you know, to talk about first, because uh, there, there's so much to say about what's could going we, on. And this could we just could we just save that for a few minutes while I just sort of 
there's a couple of things I want to say to put things into perspective yeah. for, for your listeners. Yeah, you, let's talk about hate and my, this will only take a minute. My yes. introduction to hate was, it came early in my life actually, growing up in Scotland. Um, there was a lot of hatred in the game of football between two particular teams. Um, most big cities in Britain had two big teams and there was, of course, division in them from the supporters. They didn't like each other. Soccer violence, as it was called, used to be a big, big problem back then. But nowhere yeah. more so than in Glasgow in Scotland because the two big teams there were separated by religion. Glasgow Rangers were a Protestant team who supported the British monarchy. They were called Loyalists. And Glasgow Celtic were a team that supported Irish Republicanism. So, therefore, they were Roman Catholics. And whenever those two teams played, they would play twice a year, because that's the way the league was was organised. Um, the violence back in the 60s, man, they would, they would use machetes. You would have guys take machetes to a football match in preparedness for a fight. Now, that eventually was... was weaned out, but in, in, at the time it was horrible, but that's just to give you an example of how much hatred there is between various groups. Yeah. Now, yeah. later on in, in the 60s, in 1969 in fact, my parents separated and my mother was from Northern Ireland and I went to live with her in Northern Ireland and what became known as the Troubles were just kicking off and obviously, yeah. again, that was a thing between Protestants and Catholics. Now, I consider myself blessed because I, I, I was a Protestant, but I didn't have anything near hatred for Catholics. None whatsoever. Mm -hmm. In fact, living there for the two and a half years that I did, most of my friends and girlfriends turned out to be Catholics. But I, I witnessed that hatred and even people shooting at each other, people throwing petrol bombs. Um, so... <coughs> When I when I came to the when I came to the years later, seeing what was happening in in Palestine, th this was a whole new level. I mean, the, the violence I saw as a younger man back home—that was a Sunday school picnic compared to this stuff. Yeah. So that's why I feel so passionate about it. Yeah, and and me too. Um... You know, uh, a, a schoolgirl lying on her back who had just been shot in the head, and there's a, a, an IDF officer drinking coffee right next to the body. And you're going, okay. I mean, you know, pictures can be doctored. I mean, they, they were even doctoring oh, yeah. pictures uh, of, you know, of Auschwitz and, and, and uh, of, of the concentration camps. And, you know, oh, Germans hanging this person. No, they weren't. They were playing with with pictures back then. So... Uh, oh, yeah. we we have been led to believe uh, lies essentially, and you know, uh, people that that do more work and heavier work like that, they're godsends to us because they know more than we do. They shouldn't be a threat, you know. You know more about it than I do. You you're not a threat to me. You're 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 actually one of the best hosts, the guests that I'm going to have. So here we are talking about Israel. And, you know, where do people start? Well, um, I can surely help because back in 1982, they wanted to, you know, this is thanks to Christopher Bolin that I found this out. 
uh, Bolin.com, B-O-L-L-Y-N.com. Uh, he, they, they were working on Greater Israel Project. It was called Oded Yinon. And mm-hmm. um, from the Euphrates down to the Nile, that's what they want. And then all of a sudden you see Netanyahu talking about all these people that are enemies. Iran's an enemy. Afghanistan's an enemy. Oh, the Muslims are enemy. These are they're all enemies all of a sudden. And this is what the clip shows us. Um, but I wanted your 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 uh, take on on what I just said before we play the clip. Well, I I mean, there's there's lots of things about this situation that make me angry. Um, just a couple of days ago, um, there's an Irish MP Irish uh, in the Irish Republic. There's an MP called Claire Daly. Um, yeah. And she, she's a great advocate for the Palestinian cause. And she played this, she played this clip a few minutes long of, her, her, I think her name's Ursula von der Leyen. She's like yeah. the... Yeah, the, von der Leyen, yeah. Yeah, in the EU. And she's banging on about how absolutely divine and wonderful Israel is. And she's talking about the 75th <laughs> anniversary of independence. I remember that. When I first heard that expression, Israel independence, who the hell did they claim independence from? Because mm. most people, most countries that I'm aware of with that expression were former members of the British Empire, like the right. Republic of Ireland and various other places. What was, what was Israel ever a part of, other <laughs> than the occupying force that took over the country of Palestine? That just yeah. ticks me off, man. Really, you know what? It, it's it's kind of it's kind of like them, um, and you, when, once you know that, I mean, Israel is just Rothschild. You may as well, you know, be very very simplistic about it, uh, because it, it's an invention. It's it's the terrorist invention. Uh, you know, according to De, uh, according to Christopher Bolin, that's where terrorism comes from. Yeah. Um, one of those people, I can't remember who. Uh, I want to say Menachem Begin, but I can't remember who he said. When he was asked, how does it feel to be the, you know, the father of terrorism uh, in his country? And he said, what do you mean? The world. You know, that's how proud we are of it. I forget who said it. Maybe somebody can correct me. But this is well, going to go I, into... Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I, I just finally got around to watching part of a video that uh, I managed. I just stumbled upon it by accident. I think it was last Monday. Um, and it's called Balfour One. And it's a couple yeah. of women giving a presentation, so I, I haven't watched it all yet, so I'm not sure where and when it took place. But I found out something very interesting that I never knew before about the Balfour Declaration. Right. It was presented to the British House of Parliament, and it was it was defeated in both houses, in the House of Commons and the House of Lords. Ah. But it went ahead. And to my mm. everlasting shame, that Balfour... I don't know if a lot of people know this, but he was bloody Scottish. Ah. Well, tell me if I'm wrong with what I know about the Balfour Declaration. It was written, it was to get America into the war, into oh, the First World War. Yes. And yes. and it was saying to America, we're going to give you Palestine if you join the war. If you just do us a favor and just, you know, come on into... That's why it, it, was, it was passed, because it was defeated. You know, normal people would defeat it. Yeah, well, you know, guess what? Normal people don't run this 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 world, see. No. So that 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 just anchors it even more. And yeah. I listened to, and this is something privy to the people listening. Uh, the old way of saying Palestine was Palestine. 
Absolutely, like e, yes. like E-E-N, okay? And you hear this 70-year-old man saying, I'm, you know, he, he takes an IDF officer, a beautiful woman IDF officer, all decked out in her, you know, the gun and everything and the shield, and he looks at her and he, he kind of pulls on her shirt and he says, I'm older than Israel, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm, uh, it, it, I'm from Palestine. So if you really want to honor them, that's the way to pronounce it. Um, yeah. if, if you're okay with playing the, uh, the, the clip, why, why don't we play what Netanyahu was up to in the 90s and before? Yeah. Yeah, let's play the clip, Sam. Thank you. Uh, uh, the, chair, the heads of the CIA, when I was prime minister, that if you want to uh, advance regime change in Iran, you don't have to go through the CIA cloak and dagger stuff. Uh, what you want to do is, uh, uh, is take very large, very strong transponders and just beam Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 2050 and all that into into Tehran and into Iran because that is subversive stuff. They watch it. The young kids watch it. Israel acted because it understood, we understood, that a nuclear-armed Saddam would place our very survival at risk. And today the United States must destroy the same regime. He will attempt to launch his remaining missiles, his remaining payloads, including biological and chemical payloads, at the Jewish state. I believe and I know that I speak and reflect the sentiment of uh, not just the majority, but the overwhelming majority of Israelis in supporting a preemptive strike against Saddam's regime. Uh, On some things, you just do the right thing. And I think America's about to do the right thing. If you take out Saddam, Saddam's regime, I guarantee you that it will have enormous positive reverberations on the region. This is a dictator who has used these weapons of mass destruction against his subjects and his neighbors. And this is a tyrant who is feverishly trying to acquire nuclear weapons. A year after September 11th, I am certain that this great nation possesses the three types of courage needed to defeat the monstrous evil that now confronts us. President Bush has shown courage by boldly charting a course to victory. And most of all, the American people have summoned the necessary courage to fight back and to win. It's not a question of whether Iraq's regime should be taken out, but when should it be taken out? It's not a question of whether you'd like to see a regime change in Iran, but how to achieve it. So I wrote a book in 1995, and I said that if if the West doesn't wake up to the suicidal nature of militant Islam, the next thing you'll see uh, is the the militant Islamists bringing down the World Trade Center. The Israeli newspaper Ma'ariv has reported Israel's former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has publicly said the September 11th attacks have been good for Israel. Netanyahu said, quote, we're benefiting from one thing. And that is the attack on the Twin Towers and Pentagon and the American struggle in Iraq. Right. Okay, so we're getting the picture. John, are you as upset as I am? Uh, we're, we're getting the picture, okay? So uh, why not go a little further than that? Uh, my grandmother always told me, always be careful of those who attack. Always be, always be weary of the person that points the finger, because when he points the finger... There are three pointing back at him. That's what I always learned. You know, watch the people who were always on the defensive, always the first to attack, always the first to blame. Oh, John, 
you better start talking because I'm, I'm, you better shut me up. <laughs> okay, okay, well, how, how many of these world leaders like oh. Biden or Trump or whoever you want to mention in this country and over the water as well, the, the people of the British government, um, they, they just speak in glowing terms about Netanyahu and Israel. And that's mm. as good as telling me that I'm as thick as you know what in the neck of a bottle. Right. Because we know, you, you only have to have half a brain to know that this guy is pure evil. And yeah. I was, I watched that, um, the reason I got all on about this actually, and it was just by chance, I didn't sleep good the night before last, and I was up early yesterday morning, I ended up watching this video by Max Egan, who mm -hmm. is great at doing these things. And he was including a, a bunch of clips that I hadn't seen for years, because a lot of the stuff that I used to see came up on Facebook, and they're all gone now. And there were clips of it. I, I would see IDF soldiers yeah. just kicking kids in the streets of Gaza, even shooting them. And there was one, one of the famous ones was they shot this woman, and then you saw the so it was caught on video. They didn't bloody know it, obviously. But somebody went over and dropped a gun down beside their body and said, yeah, she was trying to kill us, so we killed her. And mm. it's just on and on and on. And these yeah. poor Palestinians, Gazans, who work in so-called Israel, have to go through these turnstiles every day. After they get, they're lucky if they get ten minutes sleep at night because of the bloody hours they have to work. It's just, it's yeah. inhumanity on steroids, man. And it just, I think I and told you, know you this off here yesterday, but uh, I tried to tell this to a call I made the other day, and Steve Elkins. And it was, they were rushing a bit. They said they got too many calls. It was near the end. And I forgot a part of the story I was trying to tell. I was watching, I was listening to the Mike Rivero show on the day that they, they moved the American embassy to Tel Aviv. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was scrolling down my Facebook page at the same time, and this post came up. It was a split-screen thing where they were having that thing at uh, Tel Aviv with... Um, that American evangelist guy, you mentioned, you told me his name. Yeah, yesterday. yeah, John Hagee. John Hagee. And uh, he was praising the virtues of Israel and bloody Netanyahu and whatever. And the other mm. side of the screen was these kids, these Palestinian kids getting shot at the, at the, the border fence. And I passed out mm. because it upset me so much. My blood pressure went off the charts. And yeah. that's when I realized how how passionate I felt about this situation in Palestine. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful to, to share things like that. Um, and, you know, my heart goes out to you in particular because well, of, say, you know... Don't say that because a few days later, I actually ended up in hospital having a... No, a no, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, but see, you're an empath, and that's, that's, that's all there is to it. When, when, we, when we feel the suffering from other people, we are called human beings. Okay, if we, if we can't see both sides, you have to see both sides or you shouldn't be behind a mic. Okay, yep. so moving on, because we don't, you know, the, this is like Indian time. This will take a, it, the hour is going to be gone in a second. I wanted to read yep. something to everybody with you behind me that I found about Hamas. Hamas, uh, when we come back, right after the break, we'll do that. This is Luca's World. Stay where you are.
Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3dbunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3dbunkers.com for more details or visit 3dbunkers.com. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Did you know that that's, that's actually how I started my second set with the band that I was in, with the two violin players that would come up and dance around me playing violin while I was playing drums with what you just heard. Uh, of course, that wasn't us, what you just heard, but it, it was the, uh, the original artist uh, that I'm honoring every time I do this show. And uh, I'm also honoring John Daisley, who's with us now. Uh, very quickly, before I give you the mic, uh, Hamas... The uh, Zionist boogeyman is in reality a Zionist corporation registered in Israel in 1978. Uh, that's according to uh, the ITC papers. 
uh, under the auspices of Menachem Begin and Sheikh Ahmed Yassin. Uh, you know, and it goes on and on and on. It's all about uh, fully funded by the Rothschild Suez Canal Company in 1928. Stuff that we don't know about. See, now this is what happens with truth. Truth kind of filters out through the years, you know, through the decades, through the centuries. Truth always finds its way out. From its inception, you find out that Hamas was massively and directly, you know, directly funded by Israel. So, you know what I mean? So that's another rabbit hole. We're constantly yeah. seeing rabbit holes, John. Well, what uh, Max Egan included in his thing yesterday was a little two-minute clip of Ron Paul addressing in Congress about who really started Hamas. And I'll tell you what, man, it was almost like a rap. It was absolutely brilliant. He wasn't reading off any notes, and he was just chucking it out there. And yeah. I thought, oh, God, I wish I could. So I actually Googled it, and I found it it's just on uh, on YouTube. I could get it off YouTube. So I now have it on my Facebook go. page. But uh, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Just Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, this kind of thing should be a two-hour show, really. But um, I just wanted to thank you for, for being on while you can or while we could well, have I you. want to thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure, mate, and an honor. And um, I just want to touch on also what just happened recently, you know, with, with so many people getting through the borders so quickly. I just wanted to have your thoughts on that real quick because just at first glance, you know that Every single security system is going to light up, like, you know, light the night up when, when a little rat moves. So how come yeah. all these people get through? You know, it's, yeah. you start to I wonder, okay, um, so. I know there's a, there's a huge protest went mm. on in London today, probably the same in some other European cities. So let's wait yeah. and see. Um, I think this people are wise enough to, to say, look, we can't, we can't just stand by and do nothing about this. Yeah, that's why we're here. That's why I'm trying to do the three shows that I have. And uh, we'll probably start next week on, on the rest of what we're learning from this today. And it's it's good to have you on. And uh, I'd like to give you the last word. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm glad you do. I'd just like to give this little day. Palestine, you're a friend of mine, and evermore shall be. And I, for one, will never rest till Palestine is free. There you go. There you go. Straight from the heart. Um, we, um, we're, we're not, uh, over here, we're not Indians, they say. We're not Native Americans. We're older than both concepts. Uh, we're called the human beings. Thanks for go. being on. Thank you, John. And uh, we'll see all you right, next Luca, week. All right, Luca, all the best, mate. Yes. Have a good one. Be safe. beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. 
I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.